Hey you guys, welcome to Everything Real Housewives. Today I'm going to talk about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and everything that's going on currently with Erica Jean, with Tom Girardi, and a whole little recap about this past week's episode. Now before I get into it, make sure that you like this video if you're enjoying the content. Make sure that you subscribe to my channel so that you don't miss out on any of my videos where I cover everything Real Housewives. Now let's get right into it. This week's episode of Beverly Hills was interesting. We finally got the husband's take on what's going on with Erica and Tom. We saw Mo and PK speaking about it. We got to see Dorit's bridal collection. So Let's start off with the fact that Kathy Hilton hosted the most epic facial party ever. Okay, these women were in the most wild face masks. I'm pretty sure they were fully made out of gold. Um, but the episode started with Kathy Hilton basically having a little communication session with her dog, Sue. Now, the fact that the dog's name Sue is absolutely one thing. The fact that Kathy Hilton was howling on national television was another thing. Apparently, her and her dog can communicate together just through howling, and the howls mean different things. So, this is just one thing that makes me just love Kathy even more. And again, I'm so appreciating her addition to the cast, and thanking Kyle so much for making it happen. Um, but they're going through their facial session, they've got the mantras, the intuition, the third eye chakra, and it's kind of wonky. And again, I just so appreciate Kathy's take on everything because she's like, I literally just tune out and ignore it. Um, same girl. So it was fun. But Erica was there and obviously you know, whenever Erica arrives on scene, someone has to bring her aside to chat with her and catch up with her about what's going on because, damn, it seems like every day something new is happening. Um, so obviously it was Kyle, her BFF, that pulled her aside on the couch and Erica reveals and hits us with a crazy story. So she says that apparently this week and Apparently, it was the night of Garcelle's Haitian dinner that she got a phone call that Tom had been burglarized, that someone had entered and broken into the house that they had previously shared together, that he confronted the person, that something about it gave his glaucoma a flare-up, he had to get eye surgery that night, that he called his son, his son came over, but on the way there or on the way back, his son rolled his car five times. Now, this is a lot. I am so confused, but obviously I did a little digging into it to see if any of these facts were confirmed, and actually I have some tea that they interviewed the detective who responded to the call. The detective said that they had no evidence that someone entered the house, that Tom did not make contact with the person who entered the house, and that Tom did not have a single injury. So I'm not really sure what to make of this story. The detective thought that maybe Tom's dementia or Alzheimer's played into it, and who knows? 
I haven't found anything out about the sun though, so if any of you guys know, maybe comment down below and let me know because I'm so curious if there's any factuality or any truth to this story because it is wild. So, I don't know, it didn't make a lot of sense. And actually, finally we got the take of the husbands because I've been so curious. Obviously their wives are involved in this wild entanglement of all these stories. So, Dorit and PK went over to Kyle and Mauricio's house for a dinner. And this dinner was everything. First of all, I absolutely love the bromance that's between PK and Mauricio. They have like this crazy banter. I really enjoy seeing them together. Um, started out the dinner party with PK asking for mayo on his beautiful salmon that Kyle prepared and I was just like, you gross. But then we got into it. Um, and PK asked, you know, how would Erica um, have known about any of this? Um, and essentially he was kind of saying like, is Erica still in cahoots with Tom? Because how did she find out anything about the burglary, the surgery, um, if, you know, she wasn't in contact with Tom? Now I thought, okay, like her son still could have just called her and told her, but clearly it's just the fact that like there's some sort of open communication still happening between Erica and Tom. Um, Mauricio was just wondering if the entire story was fake and that again seems to apparently have been true, although not sure again about whether or not the son, you know, rolled in his car or not. That hasn't been confirmed. Um, but they were talking about when Tom actually rolled his car. Because remember, not only has the son rolled the car, but apparently three years ago, Tom also rolled his car. So they were talking about, you know, is this statistically possible that both of them have been in an accident? And I don't know. I mean, I'm going to venture to say that it's a pretty strange coincidence. But Pika, I think, brought up but the theory that I've also been kind of contemplating and it's the fact that Tom and Erica have been in a controlling relationship since day one and is Erica still being controlled by Tom? Now she might be controlled by Tom but I certainly think that she's still being controlled by his legal team, by his PR team because she really is coming out to kind of to protect Tom and be on his side. Um, and so I'm just really not sure. There are a lot of lies all over the place, like Mauricio said. Um, you know, if Tom had been in that accident where he rolled his car and he required surgery and Erica just kind of dismissed him and said, no, he doesn't need surgery. I mean, there's just all kinds of things that just don't add up. They don't make sense. Everyone's questioning if any of this is true. And on top of it all, Erica is on Instagram, um, you know, posting a little something extra. <laughs> Go on her Instagram, see the post. It's just all essentially like, like in the face of the victims who are actually going through it. Um, and she's kind of throwing it back and making light of everything. So I'm not a huge fan at the moment. Okay, now we end the episode with the most epic dinner party. 
um, Dorit's wedding themed dinner party launch party for her new line of dresses. Now this was everything. First of all, it was beautifully decorated and made you feel like you were actually in a wedding. She had the craziest flower arrangements. Everything was white. It was beautiful. It was at her house because of COVID, but she made it absolutely stunning. Now it was just the ladies there and yes, Seven and Erica were at the same table. Now Seven actually came with her boyfriend. And this person has not really been featured whatsoever on the show, so I actually forgot that Sonnen was dating someone. Um, but Erica arrives, she's in this red leopard suit with her hair to her butt. She actually looked amazing, but again, I'm just like, you're showing up in full glam in the midst of all this controversy of you spending a lot of money. And I'm pretty sure that suit was designer, although I've seen Erica schlepping at a TJ Maxx this week, but I'm pretty sure that this is a different brand. <laughs> But Dorit has been working in design and fashion her whole life, and wow, does it ever show. So she had the models all lined up, like, in the windows of her house, and she had this grand unveiling where the curtains, like, fell to the ground, and the models were all there in, like, her six different design dresses, and they were beautiful. But I have one thing to say, it's the fact that this one pearl dress apparently is going for $35,000. Okay, so I thought this was going to be a low-end, kind of like budget design dress line, but apparently it's extremely high-end. $35,000 is a lot of money. <laughs> so we'll see how she does, if she's successful, who's willing to drop $35,000 on a Dorit wedding dress, but... I'm not sure. You know, Harry Hanlon showed up. It was kind of a first for Harry. I feel like he picks and chooses where he shows up on the show, but he was coming and apparently he's going to be in a new film where he's playing someone named Tom Brokaw. I've never heard of this person. I feel like maybe it's just a generational thing. I actually didn't do a Google search. I probably should have. But someone let me know if you know who Tom Brokaw is because I certainly don't. A um, couple other tidbits that happened throughout the episode. Apparently, PK lost $2 billion in real estate. Um, so Mauricio was like, oh, okay. That was a little of something extra. Um, Garcelle saw a matchmaker. She's getting set up with this like very attractive man who has like a shirtless ab situation going on. Um, so we saw that is moving forward. We saw that Kyle visited Crystal's house and Crystal is doing a 500 thousand dollar basement renovation there's going to be a little golf course down there there's going to be a little club down there it looks absolutely crazy and i was just dying because apparently her renovation budget went from one million dollars and she cut it down to half a million dollars and either way it is absolutely a large budget and i am definitely excited to see the end result so more to come on that and that was this week's episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Of course, we have the newest season of Salt Lake City, which is so, so, so good so far. So I'll be recapping that. Um, and yeah, we have Potomac as well. So obviously, I'll be dishing it out on Potomac too. So again, if you enjoyed the video, make sure you like the video. Make sure you subscribe to my channel. And I will see you soon. Bye, guys. Have a great week.